Hey, thanks for joining me on a bit of a rollover from yesterday to Kingdom Tuesday. Stay with me. All right, to Kingdom Tuesday. Holy and the Common, Cult and Culture, Covenant, uh, Covenants and Community. This is what we're dealing with in Frames, uh, Chapter 5 of the Escondido Theology, the next little bit after what we covered yesterday, actually, which isn't the norm, but I'm just trying to take some ground. Now, here's what I'm going to have to do in this particular uh, episode. I'm going to have to cheat a little bit because um, I need, you know, I, I can't assume that you know exactly what Klein has said about this stuff. Um, although we have covered it, but it's going to be too much of a thing to just send you back to the various um, episodes where we might or might not have hit this exact material. So what I'm going to do is just create a bit of an anchor point in this episode, keep it short, but then I know where it is and I can just constantly send you back to this so that I know um, I know where I've covered it. And, um, and to do that, I just have to read through uh, the first few paragraphs of Frames um, book, or, or at least um, um, coverage of this uh, this material, um, and uh, he does a great job in just summarizing Klein's position. Always encouraging when that happens, when you see the opponent, so to speak, uh, summarized well, to the point that I could actually even use it to uh, just get everyone caught up, <clears throat> so that when we're dealing with this in terms of Klein's critique, and I'll, I'll go ahead and mention what the critique is, at least uh, in this session, um, but then, uh, you know, it's just, we're not going to have time to look at it all in one episode. So we'll have to uh, let it roll over there. But like I said, if you just can uh, bookmark this or just keep this in mind, uh, it'll be, it'll be a handy reference to go back to again and again, if you need it. And, uh, that way, if I keep it short enough, that's also helpful. Um, so you don't have to slug through a whole lot of stuff to just get a quick recap. All right. So with that in mind, here we go. He says, we shall return to the question of merit at a later point to address Klein's claim that the temporal blessings promised to Israel in the Mosaic Covenant were to be achieved by human merit. So that's what we have been looking at. Uh, we're going to look at it again when we get to the Mosaic Covenant. For now, uh, we're just moving on. Uh, he wants to follow Klein's discussion and um, and that in Kingdom Prologue, which is being directly critiqued. And, um, and so uh, he wants to get into some material now that obviously becomes very, very relevant to the Mosaic Covenant discussion later. Um, but he says, we have seen that Klein regards the covenant between God and Adam before the fall as a covenant of works. So I have tried to critically evaluate the concept above. Thank you, John Frame. We've looked at that and uh, uh, we've appreciated that critique. And uh, we're moving on from there. Klein also regards the pre-fall order as a holy theocratic kingdom, he says, an administration that he compares and contrasts with other administrations throughout the book. In line with the earlier stated purpose of this review, we need to consider that, areas of, uh, that area of Klein's teaching. Now, here it is. I'm going to read it to you. Here's the summary. It um, hopefully will serve you well. He says, as Klein presents it, Eden is the sanctuary of God. God's glory cloud theophany is there with the heavenly hosts who belong to that theophany. And uh, by the way, if you did want to go check that out, that's on... That's in, if you got Kingdom Prologue, um, that's in page 47 of Kingdom Prologue. Uh, the river and the tree of life are found in later biblical descriptions, uh, frame says, of Klein, uh, of the final state in which the Lord dwells permanently with these people. So man's home site was hallowed ground. The government of the Eden sanctuary was theocracy. 
in a theocracy, the people of the realm, as well as the land itself, are especially consecrated to God, or sorry, especially consecrated to God in everything they do, both in their dominion over the earth and in their priestly service. Adam and his family represent God and his work in his name. They are a holy nation, a kingdom of priests. Uh, Yeah, the political and cultic are not distinguishable. God's palace is holy. His temple is royal. His temple and palace are royal. Further, in Eden, both cult, that is formal worship, and culture uh, seeking dominion over the earth are holy and religious. So that's good. I I, I appreciate that summary. I think that's right on. Uh, He goes on the Sabbath. Now, here's where we get into it. The Sabbath is also holy. A holy rest from human cultural activity. Now Klein believes that the Sabbath ordinance continues beyond the covenant of creation, but he insists that in every period of history the Sabbath is holy as opposed to common. He says, so this is straight out of Klein, that the Sabbath was appointed to the covenant community at the creation suggests that it is of perpetual validity as long as, as long at least as that community experiences life and history as a succession of days. However, if we appreciate this essential connection of the Sabbath with the covenant, and especially if we recognize that the Sabbath is always covenantal uh, in terms of its uh, promise, <coughs> excuse me, and privilege as well as duty, we will avoid thinking of it abstractly uh, as at any time after the fall, uh, a universal audience of general application to the world at large. Uh, the Sabbath belongs to the covenant community exclusively. Moreover, Frame says, since the Sabbath is a sign of sanctification, marking that which receives its imprint as belonging to God's holy kingdom with promise of consummation, the Sabbath will have relevance and application at any given epoch of redemptive history, only in the holy dimensions of life of the covenant people. So that is um, a great summary by Frame. Uh, really appreciate that. Um, and I lost my place. Where was I? Um, covenant people... Um, All right, thus, after the fall, not only will the Sabbath pertain exclusively to the covenant community as a holy people called out of the profane world, but even for them, the Sabbath will find expression in a non-theocratic situation, only where they are convoked in covenant uh, assembly as the ecclesia extension of the heavenly assembly of God's Sabbath enthronement. You can't help but feel it. (laughs) <laughs> that frame's taking a bit of a stab uh, uh, because at the end of the chapter he has this little game that you play you, you sort of mix the words and uh, you can make a Kleinian expression with a triple barrel a triple barreled hyphenated sort of uh, thing and uh, he's making use of his own uh, graph there but um, Sabbath observance he says will have to do only with their holy cultic but not with their common cultural activity um just a bit more to go, and I'm trying not to say anything, but read you just to make sure this is on tape. Uh, he says, Year Klein makes three sharp distinctions. So he's kind of summarized it now. Uh, one between the covenant community and the general uh, generality of mankind, one between cult and culture, and the other between the holy and common or profane. He says that the Sabbath belongs only to the covenant community, only to cult with some exceptions, and only to that which is holy. In Eden, it pertained both to cult and culture because there, both of these were holy. But after the fall, except in the Israelite theocracy, which we shall consider later, cult only is holy, or cult alone is holy and culture is common. So after the fall, except in Israelite theocracy, the Sabbath pertains only to cult. 
bringing the principle into our own time, what that means is that Christians today are required to worship, that is the cult's uh, side of it, on all the formal worship, that means, on Sabbath day, but they're not required to work, the cultural side of it, in a sabbatical time pattern. So in other words, they're not required to rest from work on the Sabbath or Lord's Day. Um, and it, and I, I'm happy with that. I think that's um, that's the nub of it. Basically, you go to church and you've uh, kept the commandment there. Uh, but he says, uh, this theory, in my judgment, goes far beyond what is warranted in the biblical text uh, in these ways. Number one, it cannot be proven from the scripture that the Sabbath belongs to the covenant community exclusively. Uh, secondly, scripture nowhere draws such a sharp distinction between cult and culture. And then thirdly, um, uh, scripture nowhere draws such a sharp distinction between holy and common. Uh, and so he says, let us consider these matters in sequence. And that's what we'll pick it up with uh, in consideration of those very matters, those three points. But there it, there it is. I think that's just a great summary. Uh, framed it. A, he's not doing an injustice at all to Kleinier in terms of the summary there. It's just a good uh, interaction with, with um, Kingdom Prologue and a helpful summary for us if you just want to know what Klein's saying there. Um, and so uh, maybe you have some thoughts on that already. Certainly it tucks right into that very uh, controversial sort of Sabbatarian thing that Klein has going. But I think Frame is right to go there because it does in many ways... Um, it, it's the the nub of the issue when it comes to holy and and um, common and how that works uh, on a, even something like the Sabbath, uh, cult and culture as well. Um, it, you know, it really the Sabbath becomes just a, a kind of a glorious capstone of all this theology and and uh, really the crown jewel in that sense. It's the gospel uh, <laughs> in many ways, and once you get that, I mean, it's hard to go back from what Klein is saying. But again, hopefully that just whets your appetite. Um, if you're totally confused by that, well, you know, hopefully we'll unconfuse it a little bit as we go. But at least I know now that that is recorded for you. And I can just say, hey, go back in this, check this out a week ago or two weeks ago. So um, sorry to not give you more now, but I think this is the best game plan. Um, that's Two Kingdom Tuesday. Stay tuned for some uh, rebuttal of, of Frames, rebuttal of Klein. Double rebuttal. Oh, mind blown. All right. Take it easy. Bless you.